10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Thursday, June 17th, 2021. Whether you're waking up like I am or winding down, we want to be there for you. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast, 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. Those episodes drop on Wednesdays and on Saturdays. We have bonus features and interviews. But this is why you're here. It's the 10 Minute Daily Happy. Yep, yep. And this week we are talking about bookshop.org. You can shop through a specific local bookstore if you have one in your hometown, um, and they will receive 100% of the profits. Or you can buy a book from one of our curated lists. You can find those on 10kdollarday.com slash books. And we get a small commission. Yay! And a portion of the proceeds goes into a sharing pool for all local bookstores. P.S. Bookshop, also a B Corp. What does that mean? It's a business that meets the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance, public transparency, and legal accountability to balance profit and purpose. We are so excited to be connected with Bookshop. Obviously, we're a big fan. Check out 10kdollarday.com slash books to learn more and find your summer reading list. Yeah. So we record this podcast at all different types of the day. I'm sure you guys listen at all different types of the day. This may be one of the earliest times that we've recorded the Daily Happy. And uh, I do have morning voice, but I do have to say another reason I have this voice is I realized I think I'm losing my voice because of teaching 34 students. And they're all between the ages of like five years old and 11 years old. And I'm literally screaming over them. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my voice because I'm like, you guys, you guys, hello, eyes, eyes, attention, eyes. Well, eyes. and you're probably in a boomy rehearsal hall too, yeah. right? Like they, uh, that's the thing when you're in a dance studio, every single sound like reverberates around the entire studio. Yeah. And then they're singing. So then I'm like going, you know, you know, five, six, seven, eight over the music. And then I'm like, you know, clap, step, clap, step, clap and up and down. I'm like just screaming. I was like, oh, this is uh, this isn't great for my for my voice right now. But luckily, I don't have any, you know, gigs coming up. But uh, yeah, this morning I was like, oh, I've got some some uh, morning voice for sure going on. I'm actually kind of leaving losing it. Um So we had a really fun email this morning. It was actually from Summer in Arkansas. And the title of the email was just, did you guys see this? So I was like, okay. Oh boy. I was like, whatever this is, I'm going to talk about it on the daily because I knew she always sends us some good stuff. So apparently there was a lobster diver in Massachusetts who was about 35 feet down. This was like a few days ago. And he was, you know, plucking lobsters, I guess is what they say off the bottom of the ocean. When all of a sudden he felt like he had been hit by a truck. He was like, just pressure just hit me. And he was like, and it got completely dark. And he said, the first thing I thought was, I've just been attacked by a shark. Like I thought it was a great white, like, or some sort of crazy shark, giant shark. He said, but then he was like, it was so dark. He was feeling around and he said, I didn't feel teeth. I didn't feel a ton of pain. He was like, I just felt pressure. And then it dawned on him after kind of, cause he was in his scuba gear. So he's breathing underwater. So as he's searching around this dark cavity, it dawns on him that he is inside the mouth of a whale. What? Okay. <laughs> Wait, 
I know. So this guy, his name, uh, what's his name? I'll have to find it. But he is a, he's from Cape Cod. Oh, Michael. He was swallowed by a humpback whale off the coast of Provincetown just a few days ago. Okay. I'm obsessed with this story. He spent almost 40 seconds, which I know isn't a long time, but for being inside a whale's mouth, I feel like it seems like an eternity. So he was in the whale's mouth for about 40 seconds when he literally was like, this is it. This is how I go. Like, I just get like, you know, digested in this whale's stomach. Like, this is insane. But he said all of a sudden he started seeing a little bit of light and then lots of white water. So he knew that like the whale was either coming up or there was some sort of like light coming in. And he said then he was just like spit out from the mouth. And he said he kept the whale kept shaking. So he felt like he was trying to eject him from his mouth. (gasps) I know. So he said he was he was shot out of the mouth. Now, his his uh, (laughs) his crewmate was on the boat at the time. And he said he didn't see him get swallowed. but He did see him get shot out of the mouth. He said he saw the ejection. So he said he was like in complete shock. Because he was like, at first he was like, oh, look, you guys, there's a whale. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh my God. And Michael just got spit out of its mouth. (laughs) So he said once he got spit out of the mouth, he kind of turned around and the last thing he saw was the the um, whale's tail. Pinocchio. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The Pinocchio movie where uh, it used to scare me all the time when I was a kid, too. And like uh, Pinocchio got swallowed by the whale. And that scene with Pinocchio and Geppetto was literally the thing that made me the most scared of that movie. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That movie is scary. And especially the new one. Or it was like a remake with like Jonathan Taylor Thomas or something. I don't know. But that was pretty scary, too. But yeah. So he said he thinks the whale just mis- mistook him, mistake, mistaken, I don't know, him for like, I don't know, maybe the school, the scuba bubbles, he mistook it for like a school of fish or something like that. So the only thing is he was hurt just a little bit, but nothing like serious. He's had lots of soft tissue damage. And because I guess the the pressure from the jaws of the whale didn't actually like, you know, do anything detrimental, but he had lots of soft tissue damage and a couple of broken bones. So isn't that crazy? Now there's a lot of speculation from people like online who are commenting about this thing saying like, well, I bet the whale was keeping him safe from something else. Maybe there was a shark in the water. Maybe there was something else in the water. So what's your take on that? I like that idea because it's the happier idea. You know, it's the nicer idea. I, I, I'm a sucker for any interspecies love affair. You know, like if you show me a goat and a dog lying down in a field, I think the world is at peace. So if you're going to tell me there's a possibility that this whale was protecting this, this little human, um, yeah, all about it. Yeah. there And there's also someone who commented on this story said they know this guy. And this guy also a few years ago survived a small plane crash where the other two people passed away and he didn't. Okay. This guy might need to rethink his career. Right. Because clearly the world needs him around. And while I do love lobster, maybe he's supposed to be doing something else. You know, like know. maybe you have a bigger purpose here, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously, because the universe is like, you know, we need you around. We can't get rid of you. Um, 
Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's awesome. And because I, I saw a story a few weeks ago about some kayakers that got like thrown from their kayak by a whale. Um, but so I at first thought this was the same thing, but it wasn't. This Two actually minutes remaining, mouth, which is just I can't even imagine that. Well, feeling. see, this is what happens, everyone. You uh, buy lots of plastic, and then we have climate change, and then the oceans get hotter, and then the whales get angry. Yeah. Or sad. Come on, preach Come it. Come on. Yeah, it's true. Now, <laughs> staying on the same uh, plane, I want to talk about another type of animal real quick. A scientist just discovered a new brown species of frog, and they have named it the chocolate frog, and it's freaking <gasps> adorable. <gasps> like a it's Harry the Potter cutest chocolate frog, frog I've ever seen. Yes, exactly what it looks like. I love it. I mean, That's what they named it. Remember when we talked about that adorable. story when they named that planet and it was like T-1135 yes. and the biologists yes. found a frog and they were like, like Harry Potter. Yeah. They're like yeah. the chocolate frog because it's brown. Yeah. I know. It is so, so cute. It has this these giant eyes. It literally looks like milk chocolate. Like the whole, like no spots, no nothing. Just like a beautiful milk chocolate brown color. Wow. And I know. And they're super small. They're so cute. I guess they initially spotted them back in 2016, but then Hatton spotted them for a while. And then they just like re-spotted them in New Guinea. So, so cute. I mean, they're adorable. You guys have to just Google chocolate frog. They're adorable. Are you a frog person? Um, here's the thing I, about frogs is that I think they're cute, but I don't like the fact that they're so unpredictable. Yeah. You don't know where they're going and you don't know how far. Yes. They can come out of nowhere with their sticky feet. 10, 9, you don't know where they're going. Eight, and they can surprise seven, you. Exactly. Six, five, and they're big eyes. Four, three, two, one. 